In Habakkuk 1, verse 5 and 6, the Lord says, The Lord replied, Look around at the nations, look and be amazed, for I am doing something in your own day, something you wouldn't believe even if someone told you about it. Imagine God showing up in your quiet time and saying that to you. Like, wow, God, can I be a part of it? Like, because I want to see, I want to lay hands on people and see them healed. I want, I, I, I want to be a part of a great revival. I, I want to see the miraculous movement of God in my day. I think everybody does. And how many great men and women of the past have we looked to that have been a part of movements? And man, and that guy was a part of this revival. He was a part of this church. And they got, they reached thousands and millions. And, and, and we, we ascribe greatness and honor to those things. Things, but if you read past this scripture, just one verse down, it says, I am rising up Babylon, a cruel and violent people, and they will march across the world and conquer other lands. And even Habakkuk is confused and it says this, Lord, but you are pure and cannot stand the sight of evil. Will you wink at their treachery? Should you be silent where the wicked swallow up people more righteous than they? And, and, and he was, I mean, it's not really confused so much as he was just going, God, why are you doing this? Like these people are wicked and evil. And all of a sudden we go from wanting to be a part of the movement to going, no, 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 I'm good. Maybe not that movement. I'll try another one. You know, we ascribe so much honor to how God uses people. But we need to kind of back up for a second and understand the nature of God using people. I mean, Balaam's donkey, he used a donkey. Like, God can use all, he, in this case, he used Babylon and evil people. God's ability to use people has less to do with how great the person is and more to do with how great he is. And I don't think we would ascribe that much honor if we understood that to the full degree that God understands it. And secondly, even if like the use of God is something great, like understand this about God, like if we're friends, if me and you are personally friends, but the, the, the thing upon which we're, I agree to be your friend is simply how I can use you, I'm not a very good friend. Any friend that friendship is based on the fact that they can use you and that's it, there's no love, there's no relationship, there's no connection. It's just you can do something for me. That's usury. God's not that God. Your greatness to God is not based on how amazing you can do things for them or he wouldn't be a very kind God to be a part of. No, greatness and honor shouldn't be prescribed on how God uses you. Greatness and honor should be prescribed based on the nature of your relationship with him. It's just this, that you are the beloved of God that if you were just one in a thousand, he would still stop to find you. And he loves you. It says that when one, it, it, just one person comes to know Jesus, the angels are rejoicing. And we see that in some in the parable of the lady with the ten with, with ten coins, and she loses one, and she stops, and she finds it, and she calls her neighbors, and she is excited, and said, "That's the nature of how angels react when there's just one that comes to repentance for Christ." God's greatest thing with you is not what you can do for him. I was talking to a young man this weekend and he was saying, man, I just want to be a part of something great. I feel like I'm just grinding and not getting to be a part. I want to see miracles and I want to see all, I want to be a part of that. And 
And I think that's natural. I want to be a part of that too. That's okay. Please, please understand. Everybody wants to be a part of that. That's okay. But if you prescribe your legitimacy and your greatness based on the fact that God uses you, if you feel like you're never going to be great, if God doesn't do a miracle through you or doesn't use you to reach thousands or do these awesome, cool, amazing things, then you're misunderstanding the nature of his heart for you. God loves you. And the greatest thing you will ever do is connect to him. Do you realize the purpose of the miracle was not its greatness? Everybody that Jesus healed, every single one, they're dead now. And so if they're dead, the point wasn't their healing. What was the point? The point was to call them to relationship with God, that the loving father cared about their comfort and wanted to help them in their time of need. And he loved you so much, he was calling you to himself. Christ is calling you to relationship with him before anything else. And it's not about how great you are. I mean, sorry, it's not about, your greatness is not about how much you do for him. It's just he loves you. He's obsessed with you. You're his boy. You're his girl. So if you're watching this this morning and you're caught up and I got to be a part of that next great movement, I just want to understand this. God can use a donkey. He can use an evil generation. He can use a wicked king. He can use whoever he used. How he uses you does not prescribe greatness to you. What prescribes greatness is relationship with God. He loves you. So if you're watching this this morning and you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I want you to pray this with me. Let's just pray together. Father God, I want to follow you. I want to know you. I want to have a relationship with you. Would you reveal yourself to me? I'm sorry for what I've done. I'm sorry for my sins. I'm sorry that I missed you. Would you forgive my sins? And I want to follow you. I want you to be my Lord. And I will do what you say. Show me, God. Reveal yourself to me. In Jesus' name. And if you prayed that prayer, the prayer doesn't save you. Those words don't do it. But if in your heart, in that moment you repented, all the angels are rejoicing right now. They're freaking out. They're like, yeah, that is my boy. That is my girl. And you've just done the greatest thing you could ever do. That's relationship with him. It's not about what you can do for God. It's about what he can do for you. So if you're here this morning, you've been feeling condemned, man, you're a child of God. You're his boy, you're his girl. Greatness is in you. He's obsessed with you. Be at peace, my friends. Till next time.